We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice, your guys. Cody and Derek back for another episode. And today, guys, we are going to look ahead to the Colts' second preseason game against the Detroit Lions. The Lions obviously come into town on Wednesday for joint practices, Wednesday and Thursday. And the Colts and the Lions will actually be playing some starters in those you know, couple matchups. They're going to be a couple scrimmages they're going to have. But in terms of the preseason game, the Colts have said they're not going to play any of their starters. So with that being said, what we wanted to do is kind of talk about a few guys that aren't necessarily starters that will probably see some action here in this game. Some players that we are rooting for that we feel like need to take big steps. We want to see them play really well um, based off of their you know week one performance, based off of their draft stock, things of that nature. We just want to see them play well. So I think all in all, Derek, we have seven guys in total that we're going to talk about today. Probably some other guys we could talk about as well, but these are some of the guys that are more the backups, you know, more the spot starter type of guys that will probably see a lot of action in this game. The first guy I want to talk about is the Colts' third-round pick tackle, Bernard Ryman, who is not your starter at left tackle. Matt Pryor is your starter at left tackle. He probably won't see any snaps. But that leaves Bernard Ryman probably going to start off right away and, and play a lot of snaps again here in his second preseason game. He played a lot of snaps after the first team offense went out last week. And, uh, you know, kind of a mixed bag a little bit with his some of his results. You know, he is still kind of a raw player at that tackle position. You know, only had one year in college at Central Michigan. So he's still kind of learning the position itself. But all that to say, he's got a lot of talent. A lot of people feel like he can do, you know, some really good things, be a really good starter for a long time at left tackle. But at the end of the day, he's still a raw player. But as it comes to this preseason game, what are you looking for? What are you hoping to see out of Bernard Ryman in his second official NFL game? Yeah, I really want to just see him uh, continue to work on the fundamentals. You know, I mean, there were multiple times there he faced a bunch of different edge rushers in the Bills game the first time around. And, you know, he faced some edge guys and he had problems. He had some guys that did strictly power rush and, you know, somewhat held his own, but could have afforded to do better. You know, it's just continuing to see him try to work out the fundamentals. You know, I mean, that's going to be the part that gets him involved in that job to begin with. And I just want to see him continue to try to do better on that front. 
because like you said, he, he's not going to be the starter for a while. So here's the time to start refining your technique, especially since he's such a, he's such a new player to the position. He, he talked about the technical stuff. I think that's a lot of what it is for him. Like he's got the talent. He's got the athletic ability. He's got those things that the Colts are looking for in a tackle. End of the day, though, like he still has a lot of things, little things that he has to learn to be a starting tackle in this league. So I think the great thing about signing Matt Pryor back is that it didn't get Matt, you know, it didn't give Bernard Ryman, you know, like all this pressure right away to perform, you know, in the indication in the case that, you know, he wasn't ready, which is the case right now to be that starter. He has some time where he doesn't have to necessarily start and kind of have a trial by fire. You know, they can kind of ease him in and and work on some of those fundamentals. So, you know, in a year or so, you know, when he's ready to take that starting position, he has a year under his belt at least uh, to kind of familiarize himself at the NFL level. So definitely want to see him continue to start to put it together a little bit. Um, Another guy, another rookie that I thought played really well in his first preseason game with the team was Wesley French, the backup center right now as it stands. And, you know, the Colts, I mean, they, they, I feel like they have a lot of confidence in a guy like Wesley French. They had to, to let a veteran like Jason Spriggs out the door, you know, and Wesley French did not let them down in his first game as a pro for the Colts. So overall, I thought he had a solid game, you know, to start, but he's got to put it together. He's got to have another nice week here um, against the Lions. He's got to have a nice game again, because I think he realistically now, Derek, could have a chance to be that backup center. And then, you know, maybe if there's a situation where, you know, if Ryan Kelly goes down, maybe the Colts don't feel like they have to move Danny Penter necessarily from right guard to center anymore, you know? Yeah. So what do you, what do you want to see from a guy like French? Um, just give me your thoughts overall on kind of what you saw in the week one action, what he needs to do to continue to potentially, you know, earn his way onto this roster. Well, I mean, I think he's already there. I mean, he's already earned his spot on this roster at this point, as long as something doesn't drastically happened. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I did not watch a lot of Wesley French film other than a few guys breaking down a few of the snaps that he had, but overall uh, looked like he did just fine in the middle of the field. And you're right at this point, it's trying to find if you can get somebody to replace Ryan Kelly instead of just end up uh, moving Danny Pinter to center and then replacing somebody else. Right. I mean, you would want to be able to, have somebody in placement of Ryan Kelly so that you didn't feel like Danny Pinter had to worry about which position he's going to play which week, right? So uh, Wesley French, you know, if we can see another repeat performance of what we had week one and based on what everyone else has been saying that, you know, it sounds like Wesley French could definitely be the bona fide backup for the center position. And that would go a long way for the depth in the interior, you know. Yes. This Colts depth interior has definitely taken a hit this offseason with letting both guys that play significant roles in the interior go, you know, in free agency. So to see a guy like Wesley French already starting to make his own a little bit in this Colts offensive line room and the fact that he's still a rookie, you know, an undrafted rookie already making a name for himself, that's exciting in itself. Really looking forward to seeing, does he continue to, you know, invoke confidence from the Colts going forward. So looking forward to seeing how he performs here in week number two. Um, Let's talk about another, yet another rookie um, who I thought had a really nice preseason opener, but, you know, really needs to continue to build on that. That's Jelani Woods, who the Colts took as well in the third round. And, you know, he's a guy that physically he's got it all there, kind of like Bernard Wright, but he's also very young to the position as well. He's very raw. 
He's got a lot of traits that you love. Obviously, the Colts loved him. They took him that early, but he still is very raw, and he still has a lot of things to work on. But he did have a touchdown. He did get a little bit more confidence in the first preseason game. But now what do you need to see, Derek, for him to continue to build on that strong week one performance in the preseason and continue to establish himself as a legitimate presence in this tight end room? He just needs to do what we've been saying this whole this whole offseason is just continue to build on the progressions that he needs with the athleticism that he has. I mean, there's no question the athlete that he is, he just needs to get better. And we talked about it in previous videos that Jelani Woods has have has a lot being thrown his way by the coaching staff. They're purposefully testing him and testing his resolve. And obviously he's been struggling, but it was nice to see him get one good play in the scrimmage game. But I will say this, uh, Jelani's blocking ability definitely scared me. Uh, I think a lot of people are just willing to overlook that aspect and forget the fact that, you know, there Jelani was one of the uh, tight ends that helped give up a sack and a tackle for loss uh, in the backfield because he just could not sustain a block. So, at that moment in time, Jelani Wood still has a lot to work on and has a lot to get better at. But, you know, you feel confident that he's going to continue to get better. And it is nice to have seen him get some kind of action from week one. Let's continue to move on here. Talking about some young pass rushers the Colts have. First off, Ben Banigou. Um, He's a guy that, you know, former second round pick, a lot of high expectations coming out of TCU and really has not lived up to those expectations. and. Now you throw in a, a new scheme, right? A new scheme with Gus Bradley, you know, which Banigou himself has come out and said he feels like it's just better for him overall as a player. So uh, what are you looking to see? Seems like he's had you know, some strong performances, whether it's in camp recently or even in the preseason, had a couple of nice pressures. What do you need to see from him here in week number two? I just, I need to see him continue to build on that, uh, on those moves that he used to get off of the line the first time. Cause in that first game, I mean, the amount of times that Ben Banigou had a pressure on the quarterback but just couldn't quite make the sack because the ball got out in plenty of time. I mean, Ben Banigou was on his way to have had like three or four sacks in that uh, game on last Saturday, had a couple of blocks went his way, right? So it was nice to see Ben Banigou continue to impress. Again, it was against backups, but nevertheless, I mean, he he dominated. I mean, let's, I'll just admit it. He dominated their second string. I mean, him and Dio, I mean, were just men on a mission in that last Saturday's game. And I really hope that we continue to see more of that because that was, that was really fun to watch from Ben Banigou. And I mean, if he continues to work on that, on those uh, swim moves and those rip moves, I mean, he, he definitely, it could be this backup, Leo position for a, quite a while. Yeah, looking forward to what he does and hopefully he continues to build, like you said. You talked already about Dio, so we'll talk about him. You know, he also looked really, really good in his, you know, kind of performance first preseason game for him. Um, he looked really good as well. He was providing pressure. You know, he's still figuring it out as a pass rusher, but the traits are all there, right? And he was, you know, consistently providing pressure on the quarterback and and really being a menace all day in that backfield. So what do you need to see from Dio? Well, I mean, we saw the 
pure talent from Dio uh, this past weekend. And we really could have seen a lot more from him. You know, there were times where he just bulldozed through guys. And, you know, it's amazing to see that. But at the end of the day, you know that that's not going to work a lot of times when you're facing more starters. So at the end of the day, he's going to have to continue to work on his technique. But I really did um, enjoy seeing him on a uh, absolute tear multiple, multiple times. I mean, there was one time he he dropped two linemen and then still was able to rebound off of almost falling over himself and then forcing the quarterback over. It was the uh, interception that Weatherford had. I mean, Dio was the purpose uh, because of that. So, I mean, Dio, Dio has some good promising upside, but like Banigou, he's just going to have to continue to work on his technique. Uh, we'll talk about one more guy here. Uh, this guy's in the secondary. Um, a guy that he had a really awesome interception on the week one game, um, but you know, really hasn't been talked about a whole lot. He's an undrafted free agent. Um, really potentially could be that cornerback number five. That's Dallas Flowers. We haven't talked about Dallas Flowers yeah. at all, but like I feel like he's kind of had some strong performances recently. You know, on Tuesday, he was actually had a little bit of run with the ones. So it seems like the Colts are, are pretty high on Dallas Flowers. What do you need to see from him here to potentially make you more confident that maybe he could be that cornerback number five? What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to take a quick moment to talk with you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sport books to get the best deal possible. Odds Trader allows you to make bets on almost every major sport. Some of the cool features that I enjoy about Odds Trader is the handicapping options they provide. You get live play-by-play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking on everything that you're doing on the app. Player statistics, key game statistics. You even get projected game day weather reports as well. And the, another great thing about Odds Trader is you get Bet Tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities while you're on the site. I mean, how cool is that? If this is something that sounds like it intrigues you, make sure to go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. This is one of those positions that I'm honestly willing to throw my hat in the ring here saying that this could be one of those surprise. uh, It's not going to be a surprise cut, more like a surprise in. Right. Where I mean, we're looking for that uh, cornerback depth right now. And I mean, one thing you could take away from last week's scrimmage was, you know, Marvell Tell struggled uh, at times, but Dallas Flowers did not. I mean, Dallas Flowers was all over the field and you saw him with that one handed interception in the red zone when the Bills were going for a two point conversion. Right. I mean, that that's the kind of stuff that coaches take notice of. and. Dallas Flowers made plays. Uh, he was one of the few corners in that cold secondary in that game uh, that was running with the twos and threes that did make plays. So it was nice to see that, and it kind of just gives you the feeling of, okay, yeah, I, I, this guy could make it. Because, like, I mean, like we said, we saw Marvell tell struggle, and, you know, Armani Watts going to be a safety uh, we don't we don't really know how far it goes back for this group, but if you saw Dallas Flowers making plays and 
if we saw he's already getting some reps with the ones, I mean, it's going to show that they, they want to see more from him. And, and that's impressive. I mean, could this be one of those, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the safety that we should have signed last year, but we didn't in training oh, camp? Sashery. Sashery. Yeah. yeah. It, it's another one of those situations. And we, we realistically could see that. I mean, we'll see. Because, like I said, cornerback depth, we don't have a ton of it right now. And if Dallas Flowers this week continues to show improvement and continues to make plays, he's making a very strong case to be one of the last ones rounding out on this roster. Yeah, and, and you know, who would you rather have? Marvell Tell, who has been in the league a couple of years, really hasn't shown a whole lot. Or Dallas Flowers, who, you know, undrafted guy that you don't know what his potential is. You know, yeah. and, and I think I would personally rather have a guy like him. If he continues to build and have strong performances and make plays, I mean, you could do a lot worse than Dallas Flowers as your cornerback five. I'll just say that. So, yes. yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, you know, if Nick Cross plays, I don't know if he will necessarily, but if he does play, he's obviously a guy we're rooting for as well. Um, and then depending on the kickers as well, you know, you know, they say no starters, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, does, does Hot Rod still get the opportunity to compete with Jake Verity? I don't know exactly yet, um, but if those guys do, obviously we're rooting for them to win those jobs. But that'll do it, guys, for kind of our look at some guys that aren't necessarily starters, but you know, are going to compete for some backup positions, potentially uh, play some big roles for this team this year. Let us know your thoughts on some of these players, some guys that we're rooting for. Are there any other guys that you guys are rooting for in this Week 2 matchup against the Detroit Lions? Let us know that stuff in the comments below. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate all your support. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Guys, it, Thanks to you guys, our views are up like 200%. You guys are Over incredible. 200%. That's insane. Like, you guys are awesome. So thank you so much for all your support. If you're still here and you haven't yet, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. Help push it out to more Colts Nation and just more of the NFL community in general. Uh, let us know your thoughts, like I said, about this topic. And thank you guys so much. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.